as federations, we've had to fight for the support that we've received from government. It's just that these broad brush schemes that, that fit the rest of the economy don't really work for fishing. And we, we, we fell initially through the gaps. Whilst we moved through the next few months, and, and I agree, you know, markets are beginning to come back, we see a bit more resilience, but um, we know that, um, you know, COVID has not gone away. You know, the, the, the virus is still out there. We don't know what, what uh, the next few months will look like. There is a feeling, I think, amongst my industry compatriots as well, I think, the worst might be yet to come because people have been eating this winter's sandwiches already. You know, in terms of using up money, they've got tucked away. What we want fishermen and their families to do is get in touch and get in touch with us early. Uh, use us as that one-stop shop to see what assistance might be available. And even if you don't need it now, let's set the bedrock there for how we might be able to help you if things were to get sticky. Let's say we have a really stormy autumn uh, and that, you know, you were hoping to start topping the bank account up again. That's now not happening. Well, come back to us and we're all ready uh, to rock and roll. Here we are, well into the summer season, and with that comes episode 21 of Fathom. Our theme this week is not essentially summer season related, but certainly something that is crucial to be aware of and understand as we have one eye on the coming autumnal and winter months and the challenges that those seasons typically bring. We have always seen Fathom as a platform that is ready to react to news and ensure key messages are shared with you. It has covered a lot of the COVID crisis, and as we were getting back to our programme of planned episodes, looking at broader issues and themes to unravel and share with you, we just saw the joint statement that came from the NFFO, SFF, and the Fisherman's Mission, and felt it was crucial to unpick this and understand this commitment being made by some of the key industry organisations from across the UK. The Fisherman's Mission, setting up a one-stop shop, is certainly going to be a vital tool to support the industry through the coming months, potentially years, and not just vessel owners, but skippers, crew, and their families. By providing a single contact point for the coming seasons, it will certainly ensure people know where to seek that initial help if and when times get tricky. As David Dickens explains in this episode, the Fisherman's Mission have the knowledge and network within their regional offices around the UK and are aware of a wealth of support services to guide and signpost people onto. Aside from bringing this important message to you, I wanted to thank all our guests this week. It's amazing for Fathom to have some of the key industry leaders from across the UK's fishing industry give you the message direct and with that extra detail to what the press release contains. So over to Paul, Elspeth, Barry and David. Episode 21 of Fathom. We've come a, a long way in 2020. Outside, the sun is shining. Things feel a little bit more normal. We're seeing a few visitors return to Cornwall. Um, there's been a bit of easement in lockdown, and it's almost a bit more of an optimistic feel about things. Um, but I think that may be masking something, um, something more deep. I think a lot of our fishing businesses have been, um, I think, stripped of their resilience. So money that's been put aside for, for, for the hard times has been used. Um, we're in the, 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 the time when we should be relaying those, that resilience in the businesses and, and markets haven't recovered properly yet. And there's a feel of fragility about the market in general terms and perhaps broader across the country in COVID. So my, um, my, my feeling is that this is, um, is not over by a long way. We've received a degree of um, government support as a fishing industry and 
Um, a number of charities have stepped up. But today we've got Barry from the NFFO, Elspeth from the SFF, and uh, David from the Fisherman's Mission. Um, because those national federations, and, and I think they've done a done a sterling job through the crisis in acting as a voice for the fishing industry, a credible, genuine voice, um, have, have recognised that this might not be over and have recognised that the autumn and into next winter may require more support and more signposting to any support that's available. So um, recently they've um, released their one-stop shop joint statement and uh, I thought it'd be really interesting to hear directly from them what that's all about, the thoughts are behind that from the two respective federations, and and then maybe David from the mission can can give us a, a summary of where he sees the mission's place in this and where they're going to be going forward. So, if everybody's happy with that, Elspeth, would you like to go first? Yes, certainly can do. Thank you. Um, yes, I think we we've we've just come through some very challenging times. We see, you know, steps steps of recovery but these are quite small steps and in some cases it's quite a long path that we that we have to go along i think certainly in scotland and i think um, barry will i'm sure explain the situation in england but in scotland certainly i think the impact of covid has been um different on different parts of the fleet um our shellfish fleet certainly being um the most hard hard hit and probably the earliest hit as the the lockdown caused particularly the um, complete stopping overnight virtually of of the hospitality sector uh, both at home and abroad so um I think fair to say that um, both governments, the UK government and the Scottish government, moved very quickly to step in with different either specific or general um, ways in which um, businesses could find some support and assistance. Um, and I think, however, probably really quite difficult in what was a very fast-moving environment for, for people to be able to actually find all the right sources of information and where they could find sources of support and help. So whilst we move through the next few months, and, and I agree, you know, markets are beginning to come back, we see a bit more resilience, but um, we know that um, you know, COVID has not gone away. You know, the, the the virus is still out there. We don't know what what uh, the next few months will look like. So I think it's it's absolutely right that we are able to signpost businesses, fishing businesses, to to sources of help, sources of support, whether that's financial, emotional, or practical. So I think um, for the mission to be able to um, come together and, and, and be this um, one-stop shop where people can find the right information and, and, and find the right um, pathways to, to support, then, then that's really valuable. Because I think, you know, even, you know, someone like me sitting driving a desk all day um, was finding it difficult to, to keep on top of, of, of what all these initiatives were and, and where where people could get help. So I think anything that makes it easier for businesses and individuals to find help and to find support in what might still be some quite challenging times ahead will be really welcome. Yeah, I think I uh, recognise a, a lot of what you said there, Elspeth. And as you say, there's a, a myriad of, of, of support mechanisms and different places to go. So this this really seems you know a fantastic initiative to me. So um um, but um, let, let's hear from Barry, see the perspective from, from, from south of the border, perhaps. Thanks, Paul. Um, I, th- I think Elspeth has covered it very well. Um, COVID-19 uh, has had a, a, a devastating 
impact on the fishing industry. But it's been uneven. It's been much more serious in some parts of the uh, the fleet than than others. And I mean, what I would say is that um, as federations, we've had to fight for the support that we've received from government, not because they were unwilling to pay. It's just that these broad brush schemes that that fit the rest of the economy don't really work for fishing. And we 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 fell initially through the gaps. Uh, but then uh, with with the self-employed that covered self-employed uh, share fishermen, um, and then with the, the package for uh, businesses that were exposed to ongoing costs, um, <clears throat> uh, plug that gap. Uh, so that was very welcome. But we're conscious that as well as um, businesses, uh, there are individuals who can fall through the gaps as well. You know, we came off the back of a very bad winter, a lot of storms, poor earnings. And although it's quite true that there are signs of recovery, they are fragile and prices aren't uh, necessarily back to where they, where they were. Um, and we do face an uncertain future. There may be a second spike. There may be local close downs, all of which can have a, an impact. So we felt that it's important to have a safety net in place, for, certainly for businesses, but also for, for individuals. And that's why, although there are a, a whole range of bodies who can provide support and help, we, it, it can be confusing to know where to go to access that, that help. So the idea of, of a one-stop uh, shop uh, came along, uh, and the, the mission is the obvious place to act as a kind of coordinating role that, that can direct individuals to the, the right type of support, the right people uh, to give support. So I think, I mean, the, the two federations have, have got a responsibility for the whole industry. And I think, uh, and, you know, not just the businesses, but the individuals. And this is our way, I suppose, of expressing that, uh, that support. And, and responsibility. It's probably worth, uh, I guess, for, for, for me, just as an observation, I think, and, and some people might say, I would say this, wouldn't I? But, but I do think that it's right to say that, that both um, the NFFO and the SFF have um, really um, come to the fore in this situation, this crisis situation, and, and has been making the case to government for the support. So I think that's just worth um, putting on record. But as you say, you know, there, there is a myriad of, of places to go for this support. Um, and, and sometimes it's quite difficult for the individual, and it may be a crewman, um, it may be a skipper, it may be an owner, to know where to go to get it. So I think that takes us quite nicely almost to where, where the mission have come in and uh, the, the mission, Fisherman's Mission, well-known, well-recognised, well-trusted, often underappreciated until something goes wrong, but it always, always seems to be there. And this, to me, is, is a shining example of the mission stepping forward, saying, you know, we'll, we'll act as that focus point. So perhaps, David, you might want to come in now and, and sort of from the, from the mission perspective, give us, give us your overview. I, I wouldn't disagree with anything that Elspeth and, and Barry have said, although I would like to give them great credibility for, uh, and many of the other associations around the the UK, who have fought so hard for support to the business. And I think it's worth saying up front that support to the business is really someone like Chris Wenford's area of expertise, not necessarily the missions. But we were aware that, particularly as the coronavirus crisis unfolded, that actually there was a lot of confusion about the sort of help there was out there. There were a lot of maritime charities, all of whom were making funds available and support available to fishing communities. But that was pretty foggy for the average crewman sat down in his crab and lobster boat. It was pretty foggy as to how they 
could tackle that. And of course, the benefits, state benefit system looked very confusing at the early days. So that was also difficult for fishermen and their families to see through. And we just thought in discussion with, with Barry and Elspeth, we just thought that using your mission man or woman as that point of contact with all that knowledge that they've got locked up of which charity does which, what the qualifying criteria are, where you go for support for kids, there's support out there for children's education as well. You will know, Paul, through the Get CFIT programme that we can we can get access to mental health support and, and health support. Um, we have great relations with people like uh, food banks, Macmillan, Prostate Cancer UK. So through our networks of people that have really matured over the period of COVID, um, we saw ourselves as taking a lot of the stress and strain out of um, you know, the problems that guys are encountering. And I think in terms of what's happened so far, we've, I guess we've interacted with about 4,000 clients since it began. And uh, working with our fellow charities, we've dispersed something like £250,000, which has been basically to keep the lights on and food on the table. It's not been anything particularly difficult, like debt relief and so on. But there is a feeling, I think, amongst my industry compadres as well, I think, the worst might be yet to come because people have been eating this winter's sandwiches already. You know, in terms of using up money, they've got tucked away. We know that there are rent holidays out there. There are holidays on debt repayment and all the rest of it. And when in the autumn all those things start drying up and disappearing, and particularly debts come back into payment, I think a lot are going to struggle, particularly if the markets are still fragile, as Barry and, and Elspeth have said. So what we want fishermen and their families to do is get in touch and get in touch with us early, uh, use us as that one-stop shop to see what assistance might be available. And even if you don't need it now, let's set the bedrock there for how we might be able to help you if things were to get sticky. Let's say we have a really stormy autumn. Uh, and that, you know, you were hoping to start topping the bank account up again. That's now not happening. Well, come back to us and we're all ready uh, to rock and roll. Thank, thanks for that, David. And, and uh, one thing's for sure, you're right, you're right about Chris Ramford knowing his way around the, uh, the business support thing. So um, already your signposting is, is bang on, your compass is bang on. And, and, you're, and you're right in, in the sense that you know, maybe the worst is, is yet to come. Uh, and it's good for, for for me as someone in the in, in the broader industry to see that both the mission and the um, and the two federations are, are are not 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 resting on their laurels and 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 actually focusing um, on, on on what might be coming round the corner. So all, all credit there. In terms of how do how do people get in contact with the mission, David? Um, do we have a a number or? Yeah, there's there's the number on the on the press release. The, the, the easiest way, frankly, is to go to our website, click on where you are, and that'll show you where your nearest mission man or woman is. And if it's a dire emergency, we do have uh, one of our superintendents on 24-7 call out so they can deal with sort of out-of-hours stuff. And what we have learned, funny enough, from all this work from home and all the rest of it, we've had our man William McLeod in Stornoway helping someone out in Eymouth when she was absolutely snowed under with, with casework. So we proved that we can help across the country 
Um, but if you want to know where your local man or woman is, the best the website's the best place to find. Brilliant, David, and we'll we'll get the um, we'll get those contact details in the uh, program notes, Chris, and and that way people know where where to how to get in contact and and find their local person. So, um, yeah, again, you know, I think uh, in terms of a national initiative, leadership shown by national organisations with genuine regional key side impact. I think this this is one which to me is um, a shining beacon of where, where, what we need to be doing as we as we go through. Um, the the summer months into what I think is going to be one of the more challenging um, and, and unpredictable autumn winter seasons the, the fishing industry's ever seen. So I think this is a really good initiative, and I'm more than happy to to have Fathom be the the platform for you to to reach a broad an audience as possible. So from 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 my point of view, th- thanks very much. I'm not sure we're all all, all of you three anyway are, are busy people I know. So I don't I don't want to labour the point or. or hold you back unnecessarily from doing important stuff so uh, any, any any final comments or things people want to say I, I think what this crisis has shown is that we can't afford to work in silos that we need to identify the the common ground where we can work together um, and I think this is a very good example of where that kind of collaboration kind of cooperation can can work very well there is a we're a very diverse uh, industry there is a tendency just to think in, in, in terms of our own sector or, or bit of the fleet. But this kind of cross-cutting, broad-brush approach can work very well for this type of issue. So I just flag that up. Yeah, and I think maybe I would just add by saying I think it's it's really important that we that we learn from what we went through um, from March uh, this year. You know, we, we all had to we found ourselves in in unprecedented circumstances and unprecedented times. So um, we don't know what's ahead of us in terms of what what the what the pandemic might throw at us next. So let's learn the lessons from from this time. And and as as David said, make sure that we've got a foundation for the future and that we we are able to then um, respond uh, very quickly uh, should the need arise. Yes, and perhaps if I could top and tail that by saying I think what's been really refreshing is how closely we have all worked together and actually we've created uh, some relationships that didn't exist before or were, let's let's say, a little bit spiky. Um, but because we've all been faced with a common uh, sort of enemy, we've come together to you know help the industry across the piece. And I think we need to do everything we can to hang on to that as we go into the future, because it'll be really good for the industry for the longer term as well. So uh, great stuff. Yeah, th- th- thanks very much. And, and I think that those are um, incredibly wise and insightful words from, from all three of you there to, to sum it up. So, And perhaps um, it would be good to, if, if it's not too cheeky, to say to, to all three of you, perhaps if we come back in the autumn and have this same chat again and see see how the initiative's going, see what kind of uptake there's been, the things we can improve on, any key areas we want to go into. So I see, uh, as we're on Zoom, I see the thumbs up from all three of them are a nodding head. So um, thanks very much. I'll let you get back to your day jobs and welcome you back, hopefully welcome you back onto Fathom in the autumn. Thanks very much. If you would like support from the Fisherman's Mission, you can reach them on their free phone number, which is 0800 634 1020 or on their landline, which is 01489 You can also email them on inquiries at fishermansmission.org.uk or reach them via their website, www.fishermansmission.org.uk.
fishermansmission.org.uk. Okay, cool. So we haven't actually done an outro for, for a few episodes. I think it's really good. We've, we've probably got a couple of updates to share with everyone, with our listeners, but but brilliant. Certainly having David, Elspeth and Barry on there, some of our, our key industry leaders taking us through their continued support through through this crisis. So I don't think there's much to say on what they've already offered, but uh, I think we've probably got a few updates for our listeners in terms of additional funding support and the like. So uh, take it away if you want to just give us a few few updates. Yeah, like I say, Randy, I think there's not much to say on what we've just heard there. Um, just, just to say that it's always good to hear um, the national federations, um, what they're about and what they're doing behind the scenes. Not always visible, but um, I personally think doing a great job in keeping fishing right up the top of the political agenda, not just through the crisis, but, but all the time. So, so good to hear from, from Elspeth Barry and, of course, David Dickinson from The Mission, you know, uh, massively underappreciated, I think, uh, but always there when it matters. So, so great to hear from those guys. As you say, in terms of Fathom, we're really grateful because Seafarers um, UK have stepped up and um, given us some financial support going forward to make sure we can keep bringing this together, getting the likes of yourself, the editing and, and all that stuff. So the, the Fathom message steams on, as it were, and we'll, we're, we're, we'll keep going forward, keep bringing people, hopefully, what is um, informative, interesting, easy to follow and digest issues of the day. So anybody out there who wants a specific subject, um, person, um, wants us to go to a port uh, as as we, as movement restrictions easy, and if, if people want to see us in a port, then then let us know. And we can be fairly flexible, and we can get out and about. Um, we can do things over Zoom. Um, we can do things even if even if it's sea via Zoom and 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 stuff like that. So um, any suggestions, absolutely fantastic. In the absence of that, kind of sketched out the, the, the next six months. So we'll be touching on things like um, the, the fisheries bill um, and how that unfolds for its parliamentary process. We'll keep abreast of the whole Brexit outcome and try and keep you informed on that one. We'll be having another look at our sort of youth engagement and apprenticeship um, scheme where, you know, the, 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 we're all hopeful of a, of a bright future for fishing post-Brexit, post-Covid. So I think um, apprenticeships, youth engagement, new blood, image of industry are all going to be really important and we'll hope to touch on those as we go through the the, the rest of the year. Um, and of course, I, I also think it'd be important to, to revisit some of the things. You know, we started out, I think Fathom 1 was um, at the um, Future of Our Inshore Fisheries Conference. That initiative was the start of you know discussion about co-management about inshore fisheries and how we move and improve those so that has come on a fair way we've got guys like joel dunn bracken pierce on the board there active successful pioneering cornish young fishermen so um that for me um, is an important one to go back and see we've had the likes of tom mccormack from the mmo we've had the fisheries minister on and um, we'll see if we can get back back around the track Get some updates. See if things have, uh, see if words have been turned into actions, or, or if they've just um, evaporated into the ether. But I think on a number of things we've touched on, there has been solid progress. So I think it'd be good to get back round. But um, but as I say, you know, at the beginning there, Rani, I'm happy to be guided by anyone who wants to to, to raise an issue or subject or particular port we need to get to. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, I think it's important. It's obviously being led by the CFPO, the Fathom podcast, but it's a UK-wide fishing industry communications platform. So 
we're here to, to digest, help digest any of those complex issues out there, any of those challenges that are going on. So totally agree. We're, we're, we're flexible and able to move around via Zoom or hopefully out, out and about on the quayside again a bit more in the, in the future. So always, always welcome any audience feedback. So thanks, Paul. Yeah. Another, another good episode there. Some, some key people to, to get on board and um, we'll uh, catch up again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, hopefully we have been into the second half of uh, 2020 and into 2021. Um, things stabilise, things improve, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of challenges, plenty of issues to speak about. So uh, look forward to getting more feedback from, from anyone listening, anyone who bumped into me around any of the keys and harbours in, in Cornwall. But of course, broader than that across the UK, you know, I think, you know, some of the more interesting stuff or, or, or as interesting as the others has been the stuff where we've got out and about, heard from Scotland, heard from Northern Ireland. We're up on Humberside with the, the, the Fairwind stuff. So, yeah, um, anybody listening who wants to wants us to touch me, please do. And um, yep, look forward to uh, this episode, Rani, and uh, we'll catch you then. Righto, thank you. Cheers. Fathom was brought to you by the Cornish Fish Producers Organisation with support from Seafarers UK. Thank you.